This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Xanatari. She's a good-aligned Kalishtar war priest. I'm Daniel. This symbol is renowned for being associated with the Rod of Orcus, the artifact that I'm after. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I was a, a slave worker for the uh, undead armies of Thay for 75 years. And I'm Tinzian. Shall we start this over again? <laughs> One of the beauties of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. I'm Eric. And after almost three years, I'm still Tinzian. <laughs> and this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, March 28th, and this is episode 144 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Uh, we have some clarifications from last week, and we're going to pick up with our story, so I'm going to let Dungeon Master, you are a go. Hi, everybody. Uh... Apparently there was some miscommunication or misunderstanding that's been brought to my attention regarding um, the episode with the Gorgon, which I guess in this case would be uh, 142. Sorry, the more, um, Medusa. It's been a long day, folks. My bad. Um, what the Medusa is essentially saying is that while um, the dragon had previously controlled vast swaths of territory, including this area, the only part that it's saying it's moving up to is a portion of the Druid's former area that is not considered territory held by Winterhaven. They are offering to leave Winterhaven entirely alone. Essentially, this is a bunch, this is a neighborly call to let them know that the um, previous occupants are back, but they're not laying, the point was to not lay claim to this area we're dealing somewhat with a situation where a green dragon um, and I'll leave the backstory to the dragon to be found out at another point in time but green dragons are notoriously territorial temperamental um, greedy they're all the kind of bad things that um, make them not good neighbors this Dragon, however, and its emissaries, especially this Medusa, which is a heavy hitter, um, it's all acting essentially but backwards. This is somewhat of a honorable um, discourse that is going on, especially with the fact that the party, and this is again all out of character, the party has gotten items taken from them, yet returned and in some cases supercharged or modified. So there's a lot of things up in the air, and there's an, actually if you look back, there's overall arching storylines that I've been keeping track of now for almost three years, but... What we're trying to do here is the party has the option to do many things. There are many things open to them, but the fact that they didn't go to the pyramid hasn't killed the story, but there is a larger overall thing going on. Remember, the party has been dealing with a lot of time-related wibbly-wobbly stuff, to borrow the phrase. They know that there is a future group of themselves running around. And recently they passed the first test of the immortals um, with uh, the ability now to, you know, make their impact. In addition, 
Winter Haven, um, even though they are not the elected officials of Winter Haven, there actually are no elected officials. This used to be a small trading burb where supplies would arrive. They get loaded on. They get sent down river. That was the end of it. With the arrival of a party, the town has been seeing great fortune. It's been expanding. The drows have come in. All of these things. And for lack of a better term, the town hall for Winter Haven is the party's guild hall. So... At some point in time, they will need to come to grips with um, the fact that as far as the party, as far as the town is concerned, these are the people in town. The, you know, the, these run, these are the officials. Even if they're not there, they see that these party, that the party is trying to look out for their best interest. It makes them more powerful, but it makes up for the best interest. So they try to help out when the party is not around, but they're not doing it under the belief that, you know, I am now officially so-and-so mayor or whatever. In addition, um, Sanitari had asked me, you know, why are we doing all these things? These things just keep happening. It's partially with D&D. It's partially how things go. But Winter Haven itself is only a small part of the world map. But this party is interacting with it in such a way that they are the pebble that gets repeatedly dropped into the pond and the ripples are being felt elsewhere. So, yes, there's a lot of things to do, but if they need a break, they need a sell day, they need a just I'm we're going to schmooze day, that is entirely welcome and I can account for that. Um, so pretty much I wanted to clear up the whole dragon thing out of character as best as possible. We may, we're going to do a slight recon if need be. We're going to try and clear it up because from my viewpoint, I've got a whole bunch of things up in the air and it sounded from the flippant attitude of the party previously um, that they actually wanted to start a war with the, the dragon kingdom. And uh, I was having to prepare for that. So, um, which was unexpected to me because I misunderstood what they were doing and they have um, misunderstood me. So hopefully now Xanatari and Cesar, are we somewhat clear? Yes. Aye, aye, Captain. Okay. And so what we're going to do is we're going to pick it up with um, Thorin, in essence, hasn't given his wise-ass comment yet to the Medusa. But he is going around following this small um, gargoyling that is dropping daggers onto the different pews. I just want to say, by the way, last week's uh, ep- episode with the NPCs Judy and Geb, or Gep, yep. uh, was excellent. But this for um, going forward, the thing that's dropping the daggers on the pews is the thing that Priest Judy was hauling around for part of the episode. Why would you call her Judy Priest? What's wrong with you? Judy Priest, I didn't know if that if she was just going backwards with her title or what the deal is. So, my bad. Judy Priest. So, um, let's break into this thing. Parties, the rest of the rest of you two are still standing in front of at eye level, well, on the same floor level as the uh, the Medusa. 
The other lizard creatures are around. Nobody's made anything hostile in terms of intent as yet. But you realize that this Medusa is maybe now actually standing at full height because it is clearly a good seven to eight feet tall. Have we ever seen this before? Do we know like what this race is? Um, no, but I'm willing to, if you can find up a good, a good enough excuse within the Kalashtar memory hive, uh-huh. I'm willing to do that. But you will have to take notice of at least some slight knowledge of dragons. If you're going to go plumbing, that something with that is going to pop up. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess somewhere along the line, some of the Kalashtar would have encountered a dragon, probably in a negative aspect. Um, and I'm sure there's a story that you can recall, you know, having certain memories lost in pursuit of a dragon uh, from the Kalashtar group. So um, once the Medusa speaks about being sent by the screen dragon, which already has freaked Zenitary out, calling her you know, pretty and whatever. Um, yeah, that would be like a negative in her book for sure and would incite some fear and definitely uh, caution. Nobody calls Xanatari pretty. Right. As an aside, by the way, green dragons are especially vain, so if it's calling anything pretty, there's definitely a bit of a going on here. Um, how, how about as far as the Medusa goes? Um... No, I don't know that she would know Medusas, or if, if in reality, like, they are normally associated with dragons. Is it something, like, just for fun? No, but maybe, maybe like, the style of clothing, or, you know, has something someone's encountered something, or stone statues. It, if, there, if there's nothing that you want to come up with, that's fine. Um, we, can, we can leave that out as well. Um, I would be curious about the race for sure, and having never encountered it, and the purpose, you know, one of our purposes in traveling is to get to know, know things that Kalashar don't know, so definitely, uh, you know, caution because of the dragon association, but also, this person's cowled, and you can't really tell a lot about them, so, um, and I want to pry in every way possible, you know, I want to roll, like, perception, and I would like to figure out, like, if there's magic or all that, but that doesn't have to be right this second. Okay. Um, just as a pause, there appears to maybe be something wrong with the stream. I don't know, but, um, I guess Cesar is going to figure that one out. Uh, any, anyone care to recall the distinct fact that they are standing in a church? I recall that. Okay. Um, and also, you'll you'll notice no lightning bolts have come down and zotted them for blasphemy of the temple. Well, it lets Thorn in, so that's not saying much. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you have any sort of alignment detection abilities? No, Cesar doesn't give a crap. All right. Okay. Um, Zen, sorry. Go ahead and roll that perception. Um, wow. Well, it's a 20 with my modifier, so. Okay. Whatever it is, you're not quite sure if it's walking on two legs or it's sliding along. Um, the train on the, the cowl on the robe is kind of long, Mm -hmm. so it could hide something underneath there. There's definitely something moving in the place of the hair, but 
in terms of where the face would be um, covered up behind the fabric and such. That part doesn't seem to move. They're clearly not afraid in any sort of way of the snakes that are following and pulling around this emissary. Mm -hmm. But you can clearly tell that the amount of poisonous snakes is quite high. Yet they're not staring at you or hissing or acting hostile towards you. Okay. Uh, I guess I would want to do some sort of mental like poking to see if this is one, you know, entity or like a group entity or a kind of like a feel for this thing we're dealing with. Like, you know, it's just general emotions. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll in nature. Check just to be on the safe side. Okay. Let's roll again. I'm dropping on my cords. Uh, 20, 30, actually. Okay. And combine that with a history. Uh, okay, 39. Okay. It's clear that this thing is extremely old, and it recognizes that immediately when you are trying to poke at it with your uh, mental ability, mm -hmm. it doesn't push you back, but the snippets that it does allow you to see um, clearly old, old things. It's, it's especially powerful. You see it standing before the... Um, dragon both when it is young and when it is now current of age mm -hmm. you see the area of um, where Winterhaven would be before it was built and settled there's a couple geographic landmarks and mountains that look similar mm -hmm. but it then sort of takes you as if pushing you away, but kind of picking up your hands and moving it gently away from you, almost putting your hands into an open flame on a stove or without like trying to shock you. It kind of just pushes your link away and it goes quiet. So it has, it moves its hands from being steepled into sort of a palm. It's left hand turns palm up and extends towards Cesar. Do you have... Cesar, it's an old woman. Mm. <laughs> Experienced. <laughs> she might be right up your scale. Please don't do that when I'm drinking. Yep. Um, and she asks you for the mechanical um, creature that you have. Um, you're going to have to be a little more specific than that. <laughs> the... Mechanical that uh, has the green eyes. Um, how do you know that I have that? If I do, <laughs> theoretically, evening nothing. Each of you was given a token of um, some kind or another, and I have been asked to ensure that you have the uh, watch clock figurine, the mechanical figurine, because it is to serve a purpose. Asked by whom? 
My mistress. Oh, that dragon? Yes. Okay. Here it is. And he pulls is... it out, all the different parts. Okay. Um, they're all still in separate bags, right? Yeah. Okay. And do you have any regrets for them being put aside? What's just a kind of general expression or do you, and, and do you put them in the hand? Um, yeah, I mean, he, um, got a kind of a sense of, um, how it's made and that's mostly what he cares about is how things work. Um, so he'll work on maybe making it himself. It's not one of his own creations, so he's not as attached to it as mm-hmm. uh, he would be if it okay. were. So, yeah. He puts the parts into the hand. Okay. The creature looks down and starts to tug open the various pouches and reaches into one with the central um, central body piece mm-hmm. and with kind of a talon nail Flicks open the chest. Be careful. There's a pause. And as if, you know, the the creature has been given instructions, it starts to move as if instructed instead of like a natural aptitude for mechanics. He says or tries to peer as close as he can to watch what she's doing. Okay. And you make that pretty evident, right? Yeah, I don't try to hide it. Okay. I'm very interested. The hand comes down, and you realize that there's a green jadish stone, jade type stone that's in there. Mm-hmm. And she's moving it and trying to um, reposition it, and you hear a click. Okay. Creature then tells you that this is the power source. For the creature, uh-huh. but it is extremely poisonous if taken out and handled improperly. Oh, I guess it would have been good to know that beforehand. Good to know now. Here's a gift of arsenic. The mistress was just starting to learn this particular skill, and she realized after that it wasn't fully shielded. She sort of reaches in, pulls out another piece, and places it atop the heart, the power source. And you hear another click as that goes over the stone. And then she seals it. So it's like Tony Stark replacing his arc reactor in <laughs> Iron Man 1. Mm, this is more of putting the armor over the arc reactor. Okay. Less goo and pepper. Yeah. But... um she, you, you get the feeling that you're being studied for a moment before she hands it back. There's no, and she just kind of pauses and then looks as if you know checking for for certainty. There are no effects though from before this modification, and she hands it back. Oh, good, good, good. Glad to hear it. This one appears to be. Set to be a uh, a historical companion. Hopefully, it will provide you when you need times of news to give you some aid. A historical companion. It's like historical science. As in, it it knows history, or what? What, what does that mean? There's, it's been enchanted with divination. Okay. 
And at times, it does not know when. The creature does not know when. It may give divinations that should hopefully be helpful towards you or the party. Like it can, it can tell the future, or it, it knows the past. Mm, more the future, alarms and such. Okay. Is there something I need to do to to prompt it to provide those, or will it just happen? <laughs> will apparently just happen. Okay. It'd be cool if you had to say like a ridiculous rhyme to get to do that, <laughs> or something else. We'd get the rap video for the special things. To spell things backwards. I have to figure out what the fox says. That's right. Yep. Um, in any case, every once in a while, it, it may utter something, and hopefully that might be of help. In what other words... Like, does, did you say what it is? It's just a creature. No, it's one of it's his uh, It's one of his clockwork figurines that got taken and brought back, and it's got you know green eyes green and stuff. Eyes. Okay, it's not but like when in he... the shape of some sort of recognizable creature. No, it's just one of his clockworks that's been modified. But when he took it apart, it started to come back together again. Yeah, I remember that. I just wasn't sure if it looked like a squirrel or something. I don't know. What does it look like, Cesar? Um, it doesn't really look like much. It just it has the anatomy of you know a, a humanoid, um, but not necessarily uh, aesthetically such. So just limbs and a head for optics, basically. So it's kind of like that owl from Clash of the Titans, the first one, but without the um, lack of usefulness. I spared myself that, so yes. all of those, actually. <laughs> mm -hmm. Actually, the first one's really good. You should see it. Oh, the original? The original. The The next one, no, but the the original one is, is definitely worth your, worth your time to see. I'll keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. All righty. Um, the... Emissary, the Medusa, looks again at Xanatari. Do you have any questions? Uh, I would convey to her the kind of quest that I'm on and basically wanting to, you know, understand the race so that I can you know, have some sort of compendium of basic stuff about them and kind of request... Essentially, I don't know, uh, just, you know, the, the condensed form of generic information, like, you know, upload. Okay. Um, there's sort of a clucking sound as if she has casted, cast some sort of magic, some sort of minor spell, and goes, a callish tar. I remember the Kalishtar. They do survive still. Good. This will be most useful. Knowledge indeed. And the knowledge dump that you get is she introduces herself as a member of the race of Medusa. And she's warned... She she is warned that she, your race should never look upon hers, because you'll be turned to stone if you do. That's why when they are not amongst themselves, they are um, wrapped up accordingly. Did she say why? It's an ability. 
Okay. And how it's presented isn't as a a weapon or a threat or even something that's, you know, a sense of glee. It's a, here's the big giant warning symbol. It's how it is. Deal with it. <laughs> okay. Um, but she represents, um, that would be cool. Damn it, now I want a lollipop. I want one of those blue raspberry little dum-dums. There's one upstairs that's a giant swirl one, just like the little the guy was carrying. No. No, thanks. No, I, I want, like, the blue raspberry stupid ones. Um, but you, it, goes, it goes on to give you sort of the basic knowledge dump, but you sense that this is from a viewpoint that is both extremely proud of its race, but um, it is the inferior compared to the dragon. But there, but there, this is, this, it's also sort of somewhat implied that not all Medusa will act as she. Okay. Okay. Zantari is thrilled. Uh, you know, this is like a, a great coup for her. Okay. You were asked if you, will agree to the um, the bordering his neighbors. Scissor? Uh, what do you think? Like, I don't know. I don't well, know. I mean, I, I'm not too well versed in the, the local geography. Uh, I mean, is there a, a, a group of people that would, you know, be opposed to that? I, I don't really know who... He points to the map that they had let out and lived out. I don't know if anybody, you know, lives in this area. Uh, I guess the druids did. Are, are there any of them left? Not the original ones, no. Right. So, um, I mean... There, if... there, are, there are others that will live in these territories. They will not be driven out. You know, we don't, we don't wish a hostile action against them if they... Right, but... You, you mentioned there's a lot of you, so, I mean, is this adequate room for you, in addition to whoever might still be there? We have different ways of accommodating this space and this room. This is a, a different tact for us. But we would be interested to have the experiment this way instead of a more classic confrontation. We will still grant those that live in the territory their space. We will grant them free passage. We will grant free passage for your traders because you do realize that there are trade routes that you've kind of seen that do creep through that territory or did at least in the past. And if you need to go through there, you being the party, um, you would be, uh, granted safe passage if you would, but alert one of the riders above that, uh, you were in the area. Right. Uh, I mean, are you, uh, will you be uh, a great, uh, burden on the land and its resources? Uh, as, you know, is it, can you sustainably live here? It, I don't know much about you so we have we have magics and it, it will not be an issue we have actually far more space than the landmass would show 
but those are lessons for perhaps another day. But we would not find ourselves suddenly needing something in another territory when inappropriately gathering it. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not my land. I, I, I guess I can't really tell you what to do. Uh, I appreciate you, you coming here to, to work with us rather than just move in and uh, be a, a sudden appearance could cause you know great concern, I would imagine. Uh, I, sure, fine by me. We've been told by our augurs that you are all legendary in some way or another. There is importance to you. We don't know where those journeys may lead, but we find that it might be far more interesting to have a beneficial to both sides, uh, sort of neighboring, sort of being the neighbor to you. And occasionally we, we may need, with notice, to pass through your territory. Would this be fine? I would think Winterhaven would want some trade. Um, you know, trade definitely back and forth. I don't know if anyone's going to be giving notice, you know, if they go up and down trade routes all the time, like how that works between towns is sort of established, you know, stuff. I mean, if emissaries come to the city and whatnot, of course, notice is given. But, you know, I don't know that. Do, do we need notice if they come visit us? I mean... As far as as far as the town goes, no, they probably wouldn't need to give notice, and the trade routes are fairly well established, so you probably just need to give word that you know to the trade caravans not to really kind of go off their beaten path, mm-hmm. you know, maybe hundred feet or a hundred yards in either direction, you know, because you they, they might have to you know go around, yeah. So you know, just try to basically right away. What about the green dragon, though? I mean, this dragon is huge, and it's going to be flying a lot and everything. Like, you know, what what does what does the dragon want? The dragon is studying and is sustained largely by magic. There will be no impact of her upon either the resources or uh, fear for your herds. Okay. As long as the dragon stays on its side, it doesn't scare the people like it scared us in the forest. Hmm. She seemed to think that you would probably be afraid, which is why she attempted to make contact with you in a calm manner. And she, she's not joking. She's being. Seems, this Medusa seems to be quite serious in tone. That uh, this there was great diplomacy involved here. And there's kind of a tilt of the head as if um, trying to allay the point that, you know, there was indeed great diplomacy. Uh-huh. Well, I guess for a dragon, that would be great diplomacy, but it was still quite uh, impactful. You will see her. She will be flying. She'll be flying near the edges as places take her. She has, she's quite old and has many Many projects, but as far as attempting to come screeching out of the sky, as many of your race seem to fear, uh, she will not. Should she feel the need to approach the town, she will do so from the ground. And send someone ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't know, so what do you think? Sounds fine to me. It's not really our decision to make, as long as it's just sort of 
fostering good relationship for people that, you know, are neighbors. Yeah, assuming that, you know, we can trust them. I, you know, I think this all could be a bold-faced lie, but who, who knows? <laughs> they really no real to way tell to tell. They could just move in and then... That's true. ...establish a great place to take us over. So... Should you need to, as far as a great alarm, or one of us has trans has has trespassed inappropriately, or there is some great wrong, merely smash the head of that automaton, that clockwork, and she will be informed. Maybe. How about a how about a different signal? <laughs> what do you suggest? Uh, something that. Doesn't involve me breaking something cool. <laughs> you have evidently, and she sort of gestures to the various bags, realize that it has reconstructive properties. I, I, I took it apart into its component parts. I didn't try to actually destroy it, so I wasn't aware that it was, uh, that it had capabilities to that extent, I suppose. If you were able to see its face, it would sort of be giving you that river song look of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but it does so silently. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine then. And what he when then he pauses for a second, then pulls it out, sets it down, and smashes its head. <laughs> wow! <laughs> awesome. And then he just like crouches <laughs> down over it and just watches it eagerly. As you do that, the sunlight that was streaming into the um, temple uh-huh. goes to black. Oh, and it's cut off. Do? And something quite heavy, followed by a quick windstorm, something quite heavy appears to land on the roof. What did you do? Cesar looks up for a second and stares back down at it, waiting for it to reconstruct itself still. <laughs> it does. And you sense that the Medusa is looking up at the um, at the ceiling. Not in sort of an exasperated way, but then looks back. <laughs> I should hope this proves the veracity of the statements given by the mistress. He oh, sure, sure. I, I just... Outside, you hear the sudden kind of shouting and the crowd that had gathered outside. You hear the sound of a very, very speedy retreat, <laughs> along with the uh, bells, the warning bells for the town starting up. You see the back of, uh, of Judy's dress as she flees out the side door, dragging Gip behind her. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, Zanatari, mm-hmm. roll a perception check. Uh, 19. There was a central window up top of the, um, in the ceiling that would allow that central light down. Mm-hmm. Um, it was previously clear glass, but now it looks like it is a stylized stained glass um, image of a giant eye. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And as you're watching it, you realize that it is the iris is moving, mm -hmm. or that it may not be quite as stained glass as mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. um, the eye more than fills the space of the window, and you hear boom, 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 as there's something up above that is rotating. Kind of as it's walking around the roof. Ah. Uh, would turn to the Medusa and say, Experiment succeeded. <laughs> that was not the result we expected from sending a signal. But uh, can she please get off my church? Because it's not really meant for this sort of weight-bearing conditions. It wasn't rated for dragon. It's not rated for dragon, and yes. Jeff skimped. He went by with two by fours instead of two by sixes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the doors to the church open as two of the town guard come running in, and you sort of see this, what looks like a very mossy kind of tail, end of a tail goes kind of swooping up behind them as if they came running through the tail was just kind of doing like a cat's mm -hmm. kind of thing and then gets swooped up. Um, you hear Xanatari and Cesar pretty church. <laughs> nice. And there's this gust of wind is, is basically this, you know, the outside the doors get whipped open further by the wind. You see kind of stuff going and light starts to appear as there's a final thoom and kind of dust from the ceiling and stuff goes down. Um, there's outside you see sort of this shadow as if there's an eclipse going across that makes an entire circle of the town <laughs> from the doorway. You, you kind of imagine this huge thing going. And you just hear the town going ballistic outside. Xanatari is like inside, like having a giggling, gleeful fit because she knows that her church just gained like plus a thousand in like reputation points. <laughs> you do hear the distant rumble of thunder, however. Uh oh. Now look what you did, Cesar. You've started a fight. I did? Yes. We'll all be electrocuted before this is finished. Don't crush that again. Unless there's dire need. Okay. I just wanted to see what it looked like when it came back together. <laughs> I didn't really expect the dragon either. Um, oh, yeah, that too. Things kind of quiet down after, in, in, in sort of the entire time the Medusa is watching you. Um, it's also been noticed, by the way, that kind of comes to you later in the memory cycle. Dragons generally radiate a whole lot of fear. Mortals just tremble in their presence. Well, you've been pretty damn close to whatever this is. And by the way, as it was leaving, that stained glass eye suddenly looks like a normal eye with the you know, sort of the cat-like iris slit thing before it before it's gone. But you don't see anything more of the face or anything else related to it. Um, the emissary is studying you, has noted that you've pretty much made it through without making a mess. 
and seems to be at the end of its visit, unless you have something further to. So uh, basically, that would uh, uh, notify the dragon to come to us for whatever reason. There's a nod. Or something of similar bearing. Okay. Uh, did you did you say? I mean, does the dragon have a name? Did you tell us what that name was? Tamiat. Oh, that's right. You said that. And uh, and what about you? She shakes her head. I am usually um, not in a position to have need of a name. Simply, my presence is just enough. Sanatari, don't tell Thorn she doesn't have a name. <laughs> Your name is Susan. I can hear echoing in my head. <laughs> um, with sort of a, a faint bow, she starts to move around, around the two of you, heading for the doorway. Okay. Um, I guess Sanitar would offer her hospitality in the town, welcome them to stay there, and if they want to, you know, show their presence so that the townspeople know, you know, what's going on, and they are familiar with this race, so they don't, you know, so just just the beginning of good relations that they they're welcome to go to the tavern and, you know, we could set them up wherever. The they... sugar it only burned down once. Yeah, just once. <laughs> um. They politely decline the direct hospitality of the enclosed spaces, but they do make a walk through the town and leave by a further gate than the closest one. Do they, they have issues with drow as well, or do, I mean, do they care? Just everything's the same to them, or do they have like pref- you know, are they going to be like concerned about drow? When are they, they racist? If they How see they if, if they see the drow. There doesn't seem to be a reaction, but waiting at the edge of the woods from the gate that they exit from, um, a number of kind of burly large lizards are there. They're about the size of um, war horses, Mm -hmm. and they've got wings. Lizards with wings? Yeah, so they're kind of like a mini, like, like very mini, mini, mini dragons. Oh, oh, okay. To which well, the uh, to which the Medusa gets onto one of them, and the others start to uh, mount in pairs on the other other couple. You do notice that the gargling is not present. The small one with the daggers. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. gargoyling. I thought this is gargling. Like, Did they make gargling sounds? What? The gargling one. Is a, okay. The one with the addiction to scope. He's not there. <laughs> no, 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 no. And they called him Minty. Yes. <laughs> he was a very bad boy. He was very fresh. <sighs> yeah. Um... <laughs> You don't even know what to do. 
You don't even know where to go from there, do you? Oh, I do. By the way, hey, Cesar. There's nowhere to go, yeah. Most bakers have a baker's dozen. What do you call a Chinese baker's baker's dozen? Death before dishonor does not sanction this use of the joke, nor does it adhere to the policies set by the dungeon master. Carry on. We'll get back to that one later. (laughs) Say it again. A wonton. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, but they 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 fly off and head in the direction of the dragon territory. Okay. Okay. The gargling. Gargoyling. Yes. New England boy. There's at least one person in the chat channel that will understand what the hell I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. With that. The, the small one you see is running off into the woods and is moving actually at a lot faster speed than you would expect, but it's down on all fours. In the same direction? Mm-hmm. Okay. There doesn't appear to be anything additional that it's carrying. It's not like it boosted a, a thing of ale or ripped something <laughs> off. But it's it is. Don't. It's it is. carrying Judy Priest away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is probably stoned. It was probably born stoned. Yep. Indeed. Okay. So, um, it appears everyone is accounted for. Mm-hmm. The watch will at some point in time need an update as to what the hell just happened. But people are apparently happy that they're not dead. So stuff is starting to return somewhat to normal, or you feel that it will be back somewhat to normal, but there's definitely going to be a lot of rumors around town and stuff. Also, the church hasn't blown up yet, so good going there. Good. So, what would you two like to do now that this kind of heart palpitation-inducing event is past you for... The apparent time. Did we have plans? I don't remember. Were you going to go back to your hometown? Yes. Um, at this point, I would like to go somewhere else other than the cathedral and sit down. So, I guess I'd like to go to the guild hall because we haven't been there in a really long time. And considering that we own the guild hall, it might be good to check it out. Okay. So, Xenotaur is going to like turn and kind of walk towards the, the front of the church, kind of looking at Cesar as she does, and, uh, you know, kind of slowly walking out towards the guild hall. Where are you going? I'm checking out our, our holdings, our guild hall. You know, I think they owe, the, they owe us a lot of money, and also I'd Ooh. like to see it because it's been a really long time, and it would be a good place to rest undisturbed by the chaos around us. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Heading back towards the Gold Hall, it is a two-story, above-ground building. And you recall that there is, uh, someone told you that there is at least a basement level or two to the thing. Mm -hmm. When you walk in, the first floor is open to the public. It's sort of the giant classic open hall as if it was you know the bottom of a church or whatever where they'd hold boy scouts and kind of thing meetings like that something similar but 
Um, there's a couple chairs around. There is a sign-in desk. And generally some maps around the area along with a couple wanted posters. <laughs> um, how recognizable are we at this point? Like, does everybody in town just inherently know who we are? Or is it something they just are recognize our names? Everybody pretty much knows who you are. Whether they've, whether they've met you or not, there's enough of a enough of a towny thing going on that you're you're going to be known. Okay. Um guess we'll walk up to the desk. In fact, in fact, even you know some kids just peer in the windows and stuff like that and you're kind of followed around and people are very interested. You are both interested and afraid that some sort of cosmic disaster is going to befall <laughs> them standing near you so you don't have like quite the worship train in your face, but people definitely when you walk in would know who you are and react accordingly. Um, the people who have signed in are different adventurers. They're sort of giving an idea as to, and I've mentioned this in the past, I think only in character to Thorn. So for you, this is now the in character information. It's signed in. There's a name. There's some sort of date and there's sort of their tasking, mm -hmm. whether they're going to go hunting for fugitives or, they're doing escorts, something, you know, came up, they're checking some sort of bounty. Just to try and give an idea, because if they don't check in and they're only kind of expected to be gone for two, three days, maybe someone will be kind enough to go find them. Sort of deal. Okay. Um, sort of the, the mercenary brotherhood, as it might be. Go shove them in a tauntaun if they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is, for its size, is pretty full, so there's been definitely a lot of activity through the Guild Hall for adventurers. Some, there are some repeat names, there are some names that are crossed through with a red line. Meaning that they're dead, or that they're not welcome? Uh, results unknown. There's also some that have blue hash marks through them, and some with notations of a, you know... A curse against the name. Yeah. That so-and-so. Uh, pretty much since you haven't worked in, ter in terms of like a mercenary company or outside of this style of group, the markings might not be fully known or understood, but you can kind of figure it out. Mm -hmm. There is a group that is um, so that they are going to capture the fugitives in the woods. You don't recall seeing anybody else out there, but nobody has returned that they're aware of, and um, they're now past due. So I don't know if you want to update the book or just leave it for someone else. Yeah, update the book. Okay. And how will you do that? With a pen. In this place, probably a pencil, because I don't think they have pens back then. Right, but I mean, you know, are you, are you going to write something there? Or Back just... then, you know, 200 years ago. Right. That's what Earth was like. In the medieval slash other worldly <laughs> age. Um, no, I mean, why not, like, literally update it? I mean, they seem to have notations next to people's names and such. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, do you want to head the basement or do you want to head upstairs? I'm upstairs. The private rooms. Where the good stuff is. Um, Arcana check, please, for both of you. 
Ooh, that's a good roll. Uh, 36. 28. The passage heading upstairs is heavily warded. Extremely um, shielded, and there's actually some sort of magic on there that would make people be less interested in heading up the stairs instead of turning around and going back. It's sort of kind of like a disinterest aura or whatever. But the more someone would try to head up the stairs, the more that they would want to turn back because there's something more interesting back that other way. But um, there seems to be shielding against ghosts and um, invisible creatures. Essentially a whole large degree of... um, Protection. Yeah, degree of protection. Going up the stairs, you find that there are individual rooms and a bit of wibbly-wobbly going on because the space up there is a lot larger than um, you'd give credit for from looking at it from downstairs. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, the entire upstairs is kind of circular, but outside it was square. So it's almost like you're in a tower. Okay. Anything else there besides rooms? So kind of like rooms to sleep in or rooms, kitchens, each each of the rooms has a nameplate above the door with your respective names on it. And there are a few nameplates that are additional there that aren't members of the party, but mm-hmm. you can't read them. Okay. Oh wow. So we have side rooms and stuff. Do we have ever been ever been here before? Nope. Wow, totally going to check out my room. Okay. We can't read them real quick. What does that mean? Um, You're pretty sure that they're blank, but there's a kind of little something in the back of your mind going that you just, there's something there. Okay. But you're, pre- you're, you're pretty darn sure they're blank. Really, really, really against your Almost curiosity. Sure. <laughs> I don't really want to look at them anymore. But if there was, but if there was something written on there, you could see that something would be written on there, and it would make <laughs> sense that it was written on there. But right now, as empty. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Okay. You find that there is um, just a simple door handle into each room, and a vast series of wards, and the entire handle itself actually has wards carved into the metal. Mm-hmm. All the fixtures on the outside of the door are either cold iron or gold. Okay. Wow. A series of protections for something. Let's hope there's something in our room besides boring beds and just safety for the fact that we've never actually been here. Okay. Uh, do you want to go into your room first? Are they going to hurt us, these wards, or are they key to us in some way? Well, you got you managed you managed to make it through the first batch. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna totally go in the room then. Of course. What's okay. the point coming up? All right. Um, I'm follow. I'm following her. Just to be clear. You're at a distance. There is a moment of hesitation before the door opens, as if it was thinking about it, but it opens smoothly on its hinge, and tapers, candle tapers, suddenly light within the room. Does organ music play? Because if it does, I'm out. I'm out. Nope. Oh, nope. 
but candle light. I'm out. Yes, it's organ Job comes out. Doves. Yep. Um. Well, wait till we get to Cesar and starts playing uh, Sweet Cherry Pie by Warrant. <laughs> okay, so um, there's also uh, what appears to be a continual light crystal and a few lamps. And you have an understanding, it seems, that those would be keyed to you if you wanted to um, dull them mm-hmm. a bit. But if you wanted to close them, you'd actually have to close the shutters on the, the lamps fully. But the candles are more for just to give some effect to the room. There's large bed, full dresser with clothes, um, armoire. There's a large desk. It's sort of like the old classic uh, big businessman's desk in a you know, president of a company. Yes. You walk into the room and there's just the big ass desk. This is bigger. Okay, it's it's an impressive piece of furniture. Yep. Ultra um, executive. Yes. Yes. And it's presently empty, aside from a couple books, a few ledgers, other sorts of things, but there there's room for you. There's a map that is extremely detailed, and you realize it's actually changing as you look at it. And right now, it seems to be, as you're getting the closer to it, it seems to be scaling from just Winterhaven mm-hmm. to actually starting to show off towards the Kalachtar homeland. Sanitary says, mischief managed, and grabs the map. Uh, the map does not come off the table. Oh, man. That's just bad. Okay. In fact, if you try to pull it enough... The paper will come up, but the map image will remain on the... I see. Okay, well, I guess I would examine the map to make sure that my path is clear as far as getting home. Um, Make sure that I know the the directions and, you know, landmarks along the way. Pinch to zoom, (laughs) Xanatari. Yes, yes. There is a ladder. Appears to go to another floor up. Or the roof. You're not sure. The windows are pretty big. They're also got warding around the outside of them. Do you want to look outside? Yes. Um, you're looking down, you particularly, on the bakery that is at the edge of the Wibbly Wobbly Time Tower. But of course I am, mm-hmm. because that's the best view in the entire town. Mm-hmm. But where you're at sort of looks like that about the height of where that missing section is in the tower, where it goes up, there's no nothing, and then the tower resumes. Oh. You're kind of there. Interesting. Or at least that height. Do I have to have a leap of faith scatter sand across? Xanatari is thinking about just jumping out of the tower. <laughs> what would happen if... What would happen if there was a connecting bridge between this building and the tower? Hmm. Do you want to do that? I seriously don't want to jump out the window, no. But I okay. might open the window and take, like, I don't know, a look around. Okay. 
Um, you open up the, you open it up, poke your head out. Yes, no. Of course. Okay. When you do, looking down, you see the top of your head. Uh, okay. We definitely need to go up to the upper floor. Okay. But is there anything else in this room that's worth looking at besides crazy screen, digital eye map, and you know, an impressive desk? A very large chest. Okay. Uh, can I open the chest? Yes, you can. Again, you put your hand on it, there's a moment of a pause, and it clicks open, and it is filled with treasure. It's treasure that I brought, like, back? Mm, you're not really recognizing this. What kind of treasure? Is it gold and stuff? Gold, platinum, a couple items. Separate heads. Gems. <laughs> okay, uh, that's good. I guess I would put the rest of the treasure I'm carrying that you know, money and such, some of it in there, make sure I had enough, put some in my pouch and then get rid of some into there so I had enough to buy things for resupply, but mm. not more than I needed. Okay. Um, you get the sort of feeling that your mental group mind is getting scratched at. Okay. Something. Um, do you want the chest to go away? Why would I want that? Safety. Do you want it to go back back to where it belongs? I don't know. Is it going to come back? If you want it to. Then yes. Maybe. Does it have, okay. Do you have a bag of holding? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, is this place safe or isn't it safe? It's been sitting here this entire time and I haven't been here. Why do I need to make it disappear? I don't know. Could be an informative thing. Could be a non-informative thing. No, if you don't want it to disappear, then it doesn't have to. That's fine. I don't see the point since it's been here safe for like the last two years. Okay. Well, then don't make it disappear. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, else? Cesar? What? You're not able to cross the boundary into her room. <laughs> Just like physically, like it's like a wall or I'm thrown out or it hurts or I don't want to. It's It's a wall, but... It's sort of like it starts at jello and quickly progresses to no. So like in the Matrix, in the first one, when he jumps and he falls and he hits the asphalt and it like and then it's no. This is this is this is this is more like you walk up to a wall. It's covered Mm -hmm. with velvet wallpaper. You press your face to the velvet wallpaper. Mm -hmm. It's got a little bit of give, but then it just stops you. Okay. Can I see in? Yes. Okay. What do you want to see? Whatever Xanatari's doing. Okay. Um, because right now you're looking at the back of your head. Okay. You don't actually see into further into the room other than kind of like a, a bit, but you can see yourself standing there. And then past myself, do I see the back of my head again? <laughs> but smaller? And then smaller? No. no. Oh. What's past... The back of my head. Mm, just like it... there, there, there should be something in that room, but you're not in there, so you don't need to worry about it. Okay. Um, can I hear anything? Probably not. The sound of your own violent curiosity. Xanatari, <laughs> uh, I, I can't get in. Can I hear him? Yeah, you can see him standing there. I turn around and look at him. What are you waiting for? Come here. 
No, it, it won't let me in. Oh, wait, I probably can't hear her. No. No. No, but suddenly you find yourself, if you keep trying, you're able to come in now. Ah, uh, you're like a vampire. I've given you permission to cross the threshold. should never give Cesar permission to come into my room, ever. <laughs> Cesar grows another head. It has fangs. He leaps at Xanatari. He rips her throat out. You didn't even sparkle! She says she dies. She says, finally! <laughs> but now it just makes sense. It's a doorway. You know, you can walk through the doorway. Okay, that makes sense. Just it's suddenly kind of like a click. Oh, that's how I use a door. Because the the door was weird. the door was closed, so yeah. Weird. Okay, so you go on in. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you see what she saw, with the exception of you haven't looked at the window yet and the okay. the chest thing. He looks. He goes over the map. Oh, this is cool. Where do you want to go, Cesar? Um. Well, he look around and he sees the ladder. He points at. It. He says, "What's up there?" I meant as far as in the back of your head, where would you maybe want to go for an adventure? Oh, looking at the map, you're saying, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, um... There's a few different things. Um, you know, the sort of ultimate underlying, you know, destroy um, the undead in that place. Uh, there's that. Um, in general, just sort of travel to everywhere since he was never had freedom you know besides you know what little he had as a slave and then since then um and then uh he wanted to find out where the warforged were made so maybe journeying that like that but having not really been out he doesn't really have any specifics you know to something specific to picture okay um you get an idea of your interest for the warforged the map kind of shows an area that might have the resources to do something like that. But it's only for just a moment, and then you're kind of squirrel off onto the onto the uh, thing. Off to the ladder. Okay. All right. Who goes up the ladder first? Um, why don't I... Um, Cesar, you are greeted to the armored buns of steel as you, as she goes walking <laughs> up the ladder. He enjoys the view. Yep. <laughs> Coming up. I never let him into my bedroom. She mutters <laughs> Well, you know, Dentari, you get the kind of feeling that maybe if you let him in, there may be a way to get him out. Okay. But um, as you come up, you're, you, attach, you come to the top of the, the ladder, and there's a spin turn dial crank, sort of like you see on submarines. Mm-hmm. And that'll give way to you. E. I'm sorry. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and it opens, and you find yourself um, looking out on top of the building, the Guildhall building. Onto the roof. Okay. I uh, would step out onto the roof, being careful not to fall over the railing or encounter any other architectural imbalances caused by dragons or other things. Okay. You don't encounter any other portals for as far as ladders go. You don't encounter any other ladders up there. Okay. It's a smooth 
open roof. It's broken occasionally here and there by stovepipe uh, chimneys. And very stout, a very stout central chimney. Um, pretty much kind of boring up there, but you know you could fly a really good kite and whatever else you wanted. Okay. But it it would it would give you great vantage in any direction. I could have luck. Okay, so I will look at uh things and I will look at the time tower especially. Okay. Um, the time tower is off in a distance in town. And you can just see it kind of floating there, um, the section, you know, the rises above the dead end section. That's fine. Okay. Uh, and there is no secret bridge or way to the separation in the time tower that I can see. Or no. Some explanation as to why it's floating in space. No. Um, it just continues to be the wonderful marvel of whatever the hell this tower is about. Okay. All right, um, then I guess I would turn to Cesar and say, hey, uh, do you want to see your room before we progress on to our journey? Well, sure. I wonder if it looks the same. Let's go. I'll make him go first. Okay, hang on a second. Cannot talk and think and type. Oh, not tonight. <laughs> I never Have can. Have some more wine. I haven't gotten to the wine yet. I'm on ginger beer. Um, yeah. going back down, you wind up in Xanatari's room once again. Um, if you do not seal the portal above, you find that, uh, once you get down to the bottom of Xanatari and look away, if you look back up, you hear sort of a soft clunk mm -hmm. and the door has, the portal is closed. Oh, okay. It closes itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you hear what sounds like scurrying up on top as if something closed it for you. But you don't recall seeing any sort of hutches or whatever up, up top. Ugh, that's creepy. That was creepy. Okay. Yep. So, the, um... Cesar? Yes? Would you, would you like your room to be the same as Xanatari's, or do you want to describe what your pad would be like because you you do have the other sort of forge area we haven't got, ever seen yeah i mean that's what i was thinking space like kind of thing that that's be more of what he would care about anyway mm -hmm. um so um it's basically just a room that's just one big bed the floors or i mean the ceiling's a mirror there's a sweet sound system <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing rotates <sighs> yep Yep. And then the disco ball drops out of the sky with mm -hmm. the vibration of the bed. All of this is run by a big, awesome remote control. That's why you're mechanical, like. So, 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 so. In other words, you have five, five, five point one orchestras scattered around the room in order to give you the high fidelity sound. Mm-hmm. Um, is that legitimately what you are going to enter into? No. In character record. <laughs> no. There's a direct <laughs> secret underground passage to the inn. I mean, in terms of like the cool stuff that he cares about, that's all going to be in his uh, in his um, workshop or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So um, it's basically just about you know creature comfort. So uh, you know, all joking aside, a nice big comfy bed. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what are people that don't have like 
sweet TVs have. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Now, um, uh, you know, probably just, uh, you know, still probably have a lot of books. Um, a uh, nice view would be good. Uh, yeah, old. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yep, the jacuzzi tub. Heart okay. shape. You the um you'll find that the sort of you get a pot, you get a very nice potbelly stove that is in your room. Zanatari, you also had a a a chimney uh, furnace, not a chimney furnace, but a chimney fireplace in yours. Your um heat is actually connected, Cesar, through two pipes under the floor. You'd recognize that to provide in floor heating. It's also hooked up to a bath. Cool. Your window is most interesting. It is square, but it is made up of two triangles. And you could open up both tri- the shades on both triangles, but it's on a track. So you can actually move your window. It's pretty badass. And if you wanted to, you could split the window into two triangles. Two triangles. Cool. Do you so want to go go upstairs or plays wanna... with that for a while? And uh, yeah, if there's a ladder, he'll he'll check that out as well. By the way, there's a chest in there. He'll look in that first. Okay. Um, there's a it's hell of a lot of treasure in there. Mm-hmm. But you also get the feeling, sort of looking at some of the reflections and some of the coins, you get the feeling that there's another treasure chest somewhere around. Because you know you, the treasure chest has got to take a take a split of the treasure, just like how you do of anything that you get your hands on. So it's the treasure chest's treasure chest. Well, you know how you you know how you operate, and you're just seeing one treasure chest. Yes, admittedly, it's filled with loot. Uh-huh. Something in the back of your mind kind of tells you because Heather steals things and hides them when no one looks. There might there might be something else in this area that is more suitable to a man. Treasure chest of shame. You know treasure this chest of awesome. You know this this treasure chest in here for you is your your pocket cash down to Seven Eleven on a Saturday night because you want you know a slushy. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something, but you know for another time when there's not yeah discriminating eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Judgy but, people. Zanatari well, standing at the door, like probably can't get in. I assume you can't, you can't get in. By the way, yelling at you, going, "What? What is this wizardry, Caesar?" Ha ha! I told you. <laughs> you thought it was cataracts. It was just a closed door. <laughs> Today on Oprah. Let me in. No, I'm okay. <laughs> the hair of his chinny chin chin. <laughs> All right. So, um, do you let her in, or do you just go up top? I just go up top. Yeah, because he's a jerk. Okay, you come out. You're up on top of the roof. You don't see any other hatch down. Okay. Does it, where, in the location of this opening, does it, how, what does it seem like relative to Xanatari's hatch? It would actually seem relative. For, for, like once the same. This, for once, this time tower has done a relative thing of hers would be where oh. you know, the certain okay. paces away that you walked from her room, it okay. would actually seem to be a one-to-one. Weird. 
Um, if you look out the window, you too will see the top of your head, looking down at the top of your head. Sanitary screams, I hope you fall and break a hip. <laughs> looking around, Cesar, mm-hmm. um, roll a perception check. Another good roll. Let's see. Let's do some math. Another 36. You realize that there is a potential two other places where there could be treasure in the room. Okay. All right. So what do you guys want to do now? Um, I know we're running long on this episode, but we can continue for a little bit and then we'll let it go. Um, anything else that you want to do, Xanatari, since you are locked out? I'm just standing there waiting for Cesar to get done. Okay. Cesar? Um, he'll, uh, he'll want to investigate that maybe when Xanatari's not waiting for him, wondering what's taking so long. Mm-hmm. So he'll leave those, he'll make a note of those in his mind and, you know, come back later. Okay. So he'll leave. By the way, um, Xanatari, you realize that you've walked through something that has refreshed your clothes. <laughs> How nice for me. How nice for us. <laughs> How nice for us. Um, you too, Cesar, you realize that something has gone through and sort of patched a hole in your robe. Cool. You're not sure if it's the same robe that you were wearing before, but looks like it. <laughs> Except fresh and yep. fixed. Yep. So, meeting out in the central area, once again, um, Cesar looks like he's coming down this long sort of hallway. Mm-hmm. towards you, and then suddenly he's just kind of standing there. Okay. And put my hands on the hips and glare a lot at him. And I'm going to say, you're no longer welcome in my room. Okay. My room's cooler. Okay. What would you guys like to do next? Can we see the other rooms, or we can't get into them? You can try. I mean, making the assumption that probably won't be able to get in them since I can't get into Cesar's. There's no one else around? Like, we're just the only two people upstairs at all? Yep. Oh. Hard Thorn, to get up Thorn who, know, who knows where Thorn's off? He's probably naming a rock or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I would just head back downstairs. I mean, I, I want to I want to check out Winter, because uh, where is he at this point? Like, I assume he's kind of with us, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's he's with you. Um, he's a dog. Yep, the wolf The wolf is actually pawing at what appears to be a door in the side of the wall on the first floor. And it's got that look like it's one of those, uh, it's going to be a doorway that leads to stairs going down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of pawing at it. It's not whining at it, but it's kind of curious to get in there. Okay, I will try to go and see if I can open this door. Okay. The... Door, when you show up to it, does not have a key in the lock. And it is locked? It is locked. But as you're looking around, if you look away from the lock, next time you look back, there's actually a key sticking out of it. Uh-huh. Weird. Okay. I'm going to turn the key before it disappears again. Okay. You hear a click, a thunk, and then probably to Cesar's enjoyment, you hear sort of this whole rattling thing like a bank vault. <sighs> is disengaging, and you hear a number of clicks, Cesar, that sounds like traps deactivating. Cool. Okay. 
Nice. I'm going to push the door open. Okay. Um, pushing the door open, you again encounter some um, lanterns that have continual light crystals in them. Mm-hmm. The stairway goes down probably a good 30 feet, and you see a stone floor um, below you. Okay. I will travel down. Okay. And doing so, you wind up in a large, sort of like it mirrors the upstairs in terms of space. The... One part of the room is made up with a large bank vault type um, door. Mm -hmm. And around the other walls, there's weapon racks, but also a number of uh, bookshelves. Okay, I'm going to examine the weapon racks. Can I roll, I don't know, like an insight maybe? Is there something? Mm -hmm. Do an insight, perception? I don't care. Um, Let's do uh, perception. All right. Uh, 21. Okay. There's enough varied types of weapons in terms of pole arms, swords, daggers. There's a couple crossbows, um, a couple bushels of bolts and stuff. If you had to defend this place, mm-hmm. it would be a reasonable army, uh, sorry, armory to draw from. I would like to take a crossbow because, you know, I lost my crossbow like two campaigns ago when I mm-hmm. threw it. Okay. And uh, it's been... A bit Refresh my memory. What did you do? That was in a keep of the shadow fell. Like, we went downstairs and there was a pit or something. I don't know why I threw it. There was some reason, because I thought it was an illusion and I was testing it out. And I chose <laughs> to test it by throwing my crossbow. And it turned out to be As real. opposed to, like, a rock. I think I, she was trying know. to see... I think she was trying to see if the pool of water or blood or whatever was down the chain was actually legit. That's that's the one that uh, Thorn started to crawl down and then fell from. I don't okay. know. I just threw my crossbow, but it was gone forever, okay. and I, I haven't right. needed it since then, but I think I okay. should probably refresh that. Um, Cesar, you will note that whatever she picks up in terms of a crossbow appears to be masterwork quality. It's up to you if you want to let her know that, but as far as you know, Xanatari, that's a nice-looking uh, crossbow. Okay. He's going to be busy looking at the books, so... Okay. Um, books are different historical things of the area. There's uh, ledgers that continue from upstairs. There's also accounting books. Boring. <laughs> Your name is absent, however, Cesar, for entries. In what? In, in, in the accounting book. You've been paid under the table. The name is absent, but the, like, the rest of, like, Xanatari's name is there? Yeah, there's like, you know, it, it, what it seems like is whenever adventurers go out from this thing, anything they bring back, a certain portion they've been leaving, whether it's been compelled out of them or there's something going on, you're not quite sure, but they're leaving stuff. Mm. And apparently someone is taking care of books. But, Cesar, you happen to notice that um, there's a space behind the bookshelf that you're looking at that if you in particular wanted to go look at it, you might find a book in there that's for you. Let's go check it out. Okay. Is Anatari looking in that direction, or is she still wandering off towards the... I'm still fascinated by these weapons, and I want to check out the swords, because the one that I have with Cesar's handmade pommel Mm -hmm. and, you know, crystal and all that's pretty awesome, but I just want to make sure that this one's not better. 
Um, they don't seem to be magic in and of themselves, but they are definitely well well crafted. Okay. Cesar, um, being able to with someone else in the room, you're only able to pull out a bit of the book enough that it's you know discreet enough that you can be looking, pretending to be looking at the bookshelf, but also pull this out enough. Um, it's an accounting ledger, but it's for you. Okay. God, Cesar, you're so damn sneaky. <laughs> Not even a rogue. Again, I'll uh, I'll leave that for later. Okay. And there's bond. You know, there's there's other types of tomes as 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 needed. You're not finding any spell grimoires or stuff like that, but it's it's a it's a respectable kind of if eclectic shelf. But who? put the stuff there or whatever is unknown. And in fact, you're not quite sure who built the thing in the first place. You just kind of came back from an adventure one day and the hall itself, the whole thing. Yeah. They just suddenly it was kind of there and people were like, Hey, look, you got a gill. Yeah. Nobody kind of bothered to check whether they were kind of freaked about that or, um, yeah, or not. Okay. Cool. All right, Xanatari, you're you're essentially finding a lot of neat stuff. Um, some armor bits. You find uh, there's a couple armor racks around as well, armor dummies. Mm-hmm. Essentially anything that you needed for a siege. There's also a what appears to be another basement level. Mm-hmm. And if you want to stick your head down there, you will find that it is stocked with different forms of food mm-hmm. rations. Okay, I'm just going to basically restock everything that we've lost in the last, like, six months, wandering through the woods and various other things, and just make sure that we're good to go, because Xenotari wants to head out soon to the Kalshtar. Okay. Do you want to try to open up the, uh, door? The basement? The big vault door. Upstairs? No, in the room, that, in the basement that oh, you're yeah, at. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, we don't have Thorn with us, and I have no, like, actual thievery skills or anything, so... Guessing I'm doing an arcana check or something to try to identify if there's any traps. I mean, not that I expect them because we already got into this room, but, you know. Okay. Oh, 26. Heavily magicked, yet there's a symbol on it that you remember seeing uh, vaguely on your door upstairs. Okay. okay. So are you, uh, do you just reach out and spin the thing or? Yep. Okay. Doing so, uh, the door starts to swing open. It is massive, truly like a bank vault. On the inside, there's more treasure. Okay, anything special other than gold and spendables? Yes. Okay, what, would, what is it? What, what, what kind of things might you be interested in? Um... I don't know, I guess magical jewelry, magical items that up our stats, things like that. Okay. If you had one or two things that you would really want to to gain, what might they be in detail? Um, well, let's see what I got currently. All right, I have the tech magic, I have arcane upping, strength damage, pointed weapons. Um, I don't know, I, I guess it would be nice to have some sort of, 
like physical sensory options, like to know if there's something close by, because I think Xanatar is fairly freaked out because uh, last time the dragon kind of snuck up on her without her being aware of it. And uh, that, that not being aware of, I guess, physical things around her, you know, that might not give off a mental kind of signature is a bit okay. frightening. All right. You will find um, a small silver hand mirror. Xanatari will look at it somewhat disdainfully and uh, try to get a better idea of what it is because, you know, she's not known for really primping. Okay. When you look at it, you see um, Cesar trying to modify your door in a way that he might be able to get access into the room. Upstairs? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and and it, and it and it see and it seems judging from the light, you you sort of kind of see this brief brief sort of thing just go sliding across the screen, the the the, the glass. Mm -hmm. It seems like it might be later today that that okay. would be taking place. <laughs> She's going to just kind of stealthily try to take this mirror and put it in her bag, pretending like it's a real mirror, and uh, you know just kind of fixing her hair absentmindedly, you know. <laughs> Um, and put it in her bag, just trying to not let Cesar know what it is. Um, you will notice, though, that there are certain color items or scenes about the door. There's stuff in the scenes that doesn't seem quite right. Okay. Some stuff is off. Okay. Cesar, um, go ahead and roll an insight. Okay. Another wow, that's my third eighteen in a row. Plus thirteen, so <clears throat> thirty-one. Okay. She Zanatari is attempting to bullshit you somehow with her actions. It's up to you if you want to play it cool or not, but something something just made her primp her hair. Alright, he'll um He'll pretend to keep looking at the books, um, but watch her. Okay. Um, she just kind of, she, she finishes, she puts whatever is in her hand away and seems to be looking around the vault still. He'll go over to her and say, oh, what you got there? I should say, what do you mean? A vault full of treasure. Oh, you, you pick something up and put it in your bag. What was it? Oh, I found a little hand mirror. A hand mirror? You know, like a... I guess it's like I, a compact? I, I don't know. I, yeah, kind of, kind, of, kind of like a compact, but it's it's not you know, like a, a flip-close one, but it's got a good silver okay. border to it, so it's it's heavy. It You're not even sure if it's glass, to be honest with you, but, you know, it's something that's okay. reflective. You, you don't strike me as a, a mirror type of gal, though. I was is thinking it... of it more to make signals, you know, when we're away from each other and, you know, like, kind of signaling positions. But, you know, my hair was also a mess. And because I didn't have a lot of time alone in the room upstairs, because someone was in there, I really couldn't get a chance to kind of freshen up like I might have wanted to. She says with irritation. I can't hear you, you're muted again. What? God, I said roll a bluff check. <laughs> All right. Okay. 21. 
Okay, let's see. 26 insight. Okay. Um, normally, Thorn is the center of the bullshit universe. <laughs> Says her dabbles, too. Yes, but um, you are being schooled by Empress Palpatinus right now in terms of stuff. But you know what? She's actually telling you the truth, it seems like. there, there's, it's, it's, She's got a hand mirror for the size of things. It sounds like it, but you know, you you could be getting par- paranoid, old man. Xanatar will ask him what he found over there in the library. Any useful information? It seemed like you were really intent on a certain book. Uh, there's just a, a bunch of accounting books, uh, ledgers and things, uh, some historical texts. Um, I'm just trying to find something that might be useful. The ledgers, like, as far as what the guild is making from people? I guess so, yeah. Did you find, like, are we making something that they owe us? Oh, I, I wasn't really looking that far. It's more about just sort of records of, of things in and out, uh, I think. Okay. Expenditures. I guess so. Okay. Um, Sanitari, I'm going to put you on the spot. You're going to need to think up another potential minor item. Okay. But, Cesar, as you walk in, um, what might catch your eye within the vault? Um, well, it's funny. Um, you know, Xanatari mentioned earlier a bag of holding. Something like that um, might be good. He's got all of his, his pouches and things, but they can get full sometimes, and he likes to carry a lot of different things for different situations. So something in terms of increasing carrying capacity would be cool. Okay. Looking around, there's a mathematical problem in physical form laying on in one of the corners. It looks like one of the a one of these bags has fallen over and it was filled with coins. Okay. But it sort of it was on a table, fell over, but the volume of coins doesn't seem to match yeah. the size of the bag. Okay. Um, well, he'll go look over and see if he can see what it looks like inside or figure out what's going on there. Nice velvet lined inside. Uh, seems a little deeper than you'd expect it to be, but, you know, it's been a long day. All right. Um, he'll... Uh, make a show as to empty out the whole bag, try to keep some coins in there, though. Okay. And uh, and pick it up. All right. This you looks fe- cool. Go ahead. Okay. You feel that there's a, a portion of coin in there, mm-hmm. but um, you don't see them in there. Okay. You just, you just get the feeling that, um, based on the weight, there's probably something in there still. Uh, he would... Um, try to see something, there's something in the room he could experiment with, like something that looks like it might be too big to fit in the bag, something long or bulky, and mm, try to put it in. There's a pretty big scroll holder. Looks like it may contain like a, um, oh, what are, those, what are those books called that are on rollers? I don't know, it's, it's kind of like a big, big, giant scroll. It's, uh, that oh, you're saying scrolls r- that un... Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's, it's like so big that it's actually on a roller that you'd have to just roll it out in order to read. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or a table. Um, something like that. There's some sort of scroll, big scroll 
thing. Okay. He tries to put that in the bag, see what happens. Uh, yeah, it's a little awkward, but it actually pretty much seems to fit. All right. Can it close? There's, 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 there's part of it that sticks out. Oh, okay. But you could, you find that you actually can close it solidly okay. shut with the exception of the piece that's... Okay. And does it, um, I mean, he's heard of things like this. Does it have the weight of the scroll holder once he puts it in, or...? It's heavier than when you had it just with what you thought were some coins or whatever on the inside, but mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a heck of a lot manageable than when you wrestled wrestled it in. Awesome! Ah, and he uh, pulls the stupid scroll holder back out and drops it on the floor. Okay. This is this is this is this could be pretty useful. Okay, you actually find that you're staring at when it rolls out, um, when it drops on the floor. On one of the edges, it looks like a blueprint schematic of some kind. And he um, sort of absentmindedly puts the bag down on the side and starts unrolling the scroll to try to look at what it might be. All Everything else blotted out and forgotten. Okay. Xanatari, uh, you have seen all this. Is What would you like um, to follow up with here? Um, I guess I would like some kind of scabbard that would keep uh, her sort her short sword charged, you know, because it, I've got the gem in there that holds the mm-hmm. lightning ability, etc. But there's really nothing on her that has any kind of bearing being a war priest. I mean, I have my holy symbol, which I get out on occasion. Obviously, mm-hmm. angelic presence, giant angel wings, kind of obvious. But... For the most part, you don't really notice that, um, mm-hmm. that stuff. So something maybe in, uh, like a scabbard for her sword that would have some sort of like something relating to her god. So it'd be okay. more obvious. Mm, there is a, you find a scabbard. It's slightly long for your short sword, but the leather is almost this very rich, lustrous, uh, material. You're, you're, the closest you can come to is like a leather, but it's um, a gray, molted, black molted leather. Like I'm totally not taking it if it's molted. <laughs> molded. Modded. 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 What, 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 whatever. The, whatever the thing is, it looks like basically <laughs> like a thundercloud. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm teasing. I can't help it. The 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 coloring looks sort of like a a, a thundercloud. Okay. Um, really beautiful. Uh, the inside seems to be some sort of other material than the leather on the outside. Mm-hmm. But it's really an impressive, at least an art piece. Okay. Um, should take that and kind of study it for a little while and strap it on to put the short sword rather than just having it wrapped okay. in pieces of leather as it is currently. Okay. Do you take the short sword and put it in and then withdraw the short sword at all? Well, I think I would tie it on first, put the short sword in. Being concerned about, you know, the scabbard and the stuff that scissors altered, I'd probably poke it out and poke it in again just to make sure that it's fitting securely. Um, it fits secure. You are pretty sure that it's shrunk a little bit to size of the scabbard. It doesn't flap all over the place. It seems with how you've either tied it on or whatever, it seems to be fairly secure should you need 
to put your hand down to grab it, you're fairly confident you wouldn't have to fumble to feel okay. where your sword is. But as you pull it out, you realize that there was um, up near the hilt where it hits the tang and whatever, mm-hmm. the there was a nick on the blade. Mm. That nick is not there. Ooh. In fact, your blade is sharp, like you've oiled it and um, taken care of it for the day. Yay. Awesome. With that, I guess uh, after an hour and 45 minutes, <laughs> Xanatari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathD4Dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at Genesee.com. And stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. We meet at Twitch TV here, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, every Friday. Thanks, Twitch.